Welcome back to Grunts in Appalachia, episode four. We have a special guest with us tonight, George Topping. George is a gentleman that I met in Huntington a couple years ago. I classify him as the Appalachian Bachelor because this man is all over the place. Every single weekend, you'll never not see him with a group of women. At any always good-looking women, too. Like He doesn't just mess around with... He, he's always with good-looking, gorgeous women, and every single one of those good-looking women act like... They're married to George. It's crazy. No, no, no. They're, they're just friends. They are all just friends. <laughs> just friends. Yeah, seriously. All they got friends. movies called Just Friends. So is there a movie like that? I'm sure there is. Yeah, just friends. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know George has told me numerous times that he's a five, therefore he deserves a ten. Well, hey, hey, you know what? There's you got to have self confidence. I mean, this is true. You know, if you're five, there's no reason to settle for a five if you're five. You know, you might as well go for a 10. Shoot for the stars. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. George, have you... Uh so one of the things that I think about when I, when I think about you, because I've you know met you, we've spent a lot of time together. Do you own any Birkenstocks? <laughs> no, I, I have only owned one. Birkenstocks are not my thing. I did one time own one pair of Birkenstocks. This this is true. Did you ever wear them anywhere? Well, yeah. Um, the only thing, when you say Birkenstocks, my only experience with Birkenstocks, I wore them one time. They're highly uncomfortable. I don't know why anybody would ever really buy them, although I did. <laughs> Um, we are not going to be sponsored by Birkenstock. Yeah, Birkenstock, <laughs> just give it up now. We're in Appalachia. All, all the people are, well, all the people are barefoot and pregnant, as the joke goes. But, but uh, no maybe Birkenstock. I shouldn't have said that, right? <laughs> no, you can say whatever you want, yeah. <laughs> tell uh, me about your Birkenstocks. Well, there is a story I did tell you. It was really some Birkenstocks. It was uh, several years ago, in the, early, in the mid-90s, okay? In the mid-90s, it was Thanksgiving Day. And it was warm that day. It was literally 70 degrees. So we go out to Lincoln County, West Virginia. Now, Nate, you're from, you're from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So uh, have you ever been to Lincoln County? I don't know. I don't think. Bring your gun and leave your sister at home. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. Oh, man, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Bring your gun. So I'm going out there. I'm driving a Tahitian. What, why are you there? Well, it was where the family's from. Yeah. Oh, oh so Hearts Creek, actually. Hearts Creek. That's where I looked yeah. when I first moved up here. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Where did Hearts, good old Hearts Creek. Oh, yeah. Is that, isn't Tania from Hearts Creek? She is. My, so wife is. my wife was originally from Hearts Creek, but we don't talk about that very often. <laughs> I know I'm Well, like, like I said, bring your gun and leave your women at home. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So uh, we're going out there, and I'm driving a Tahitian Blue MGB. I'm wearing Birkenstocks. I pulled. I was wearing these Everlast shorts, like you know, the whole boxing brand. These be famous. <laughs> You're looking like a, like a high school football coach. Well, it gets worse. With Birkenstocks, it gets worse. It was the first day of hunting season, but it was 70 degrees that day. It was just an unusually warm day for around here. I walk in. There was nobody in the grocery stores except a hunter. He's wearing his orange suit. It's unrolled like a banana. It's orange, big, fat, hairy chest, and everybody was staring at me. And I couldn't figure out why. Now, back in the 90s, if you think about it, people did not drink bottled water. In fact, I'm not sure they drink bottled water in Lincoln County right now. I, I just, so, so in the 90s, so I walk in. It's the crick, man. It's, 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 and I love it out there. It's beautiful. It's, it's a wonderful place. The people are fantastic. But I like the word crick. John, do you call it crick? I know when I, when I was living down there, they said you were from Hearts Crick. Oh, really? I say crick. I say creek. Unless I'm reading it. Like, if I say yeah. it, I say crick. If I'm reading it, I say creek. Uh, do you, say, weird, do you say autopsy or autopsy? 
I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, who? <laughs> who? Well, my uncle from Logan calls autopsies autopsy. So I just, oh, maybe, oh, an autopsy. Yeah, autopsy. Okay. Like somebody dies. Yeah. yeah, I've had some weird autopsies, I guess. A little different. Well, anyway, I walk in this grocery store, and I'm wearing Birkenstocks, and I asked for bottled water and chaps. Did you get any of them? Well, to be more specific, I did go back and ask. Well, first of all, I didn't have any bottled water. So I wasn't going to go with the Evian route, but everybody was staring at me. And then it dawned on me. I was like, this is like deliverance. I'm driving this. Cohesive. Exactly. But I got out safely, went to the family reunion on top of Mount. It was fantastic. No, no banjos. No banjos. That, by the way, that uh, MGB was cursed. I mean, it brought nothing but bad, bad stuff my way. I, mean, I remember you telling me a story one time, and I don't remember how it goes. You'll have to tell us, but something about a girl wanting to drive it. <laughs> you know, Nate, I'm a lot older than you guys, so just let me exactly. Just how, now, hold on, hold on. You just brought up age, so I, I'm going to have to get you on record here, George, because George, as I've known him, he has talked to so many people because he's a conversationalist, and I watch him talk to people, and they will ask him, "How old are you?" and he and he responds with, uh, "How old do you think I am?" And, and, and every single time, whatever age they go with, he runs. Yeah, that's what he runs. Well, I get anywhere from. Uh, well, the funniest story was. This was, a, I don't know, it was about 10 years ago when the next day was the end of time. One of those things, you know, people, oh, tomorrow's oh, yeah, the like, Yeah, so, so I'm hanging out with, uh, with this girl, and she said, how old are you? And I said, I was born in 1977. And she goes, 77? You're not that old. So I said, hey, let's run with it, because actually I was born in 67. So she gave me 10 extra years, and I, I just ran with it. I wasn't going to correct her. Why would you look at somebody and go, yeah, I'm actually 10 years older than that? Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, I just go with what they 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 think I am. You you, you think the cases in, in this in this is because whatever they think you are is what you is what they're wanting you to be. Well, well they don't hurt your feelings too, so they're going to give you five years extra credit just for that. And the fact that you know I don't really dress like a sixty three year old, so although I'm not sixty three, but. <laughs> So yeah, but that Tahitian, that uh, Tahitian blue MGB, you were kind of getting uh, that was that thing was nothing but bad luck. So so my advice to, here's my advice is don't you know men like they break up with a girl and a year, months later they're hooking back up again. Don't do it. You <laughs> broke up with them. You broke up with them for a reason. Don't go back. Okay, I I learned at age 23. One time I did it. I'll never do it again. And so that's that's good advice for all Appalachian men. Oh yeah, do not. You broke up with them for a reason. Okay, don't go back. Let it go. Yeah, this this chick literally. Uh, uh, it's a long story. We're no, I, we, no, we need to hear it, man. We, 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 well, all right, if you must. Um, I dated this girl a year and a half. It was not good. We finally break <laughs> up. All right. A year later, now this is the uh, '90s. Just before cell phones, right? So one night I was out. I call her from a payphone. I don't even know if people under 30 knows what, know what a payphone even is, but nonetheless, I call her from a payphone, and we end up, you know, spending time together that night. The next morning, she said, oh, "What car did you drive?" And I said, "Well, the MGB." She goes, well, "Is it standard?" I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "I want you to teach me how to drive it." I said, "Okay, but not today. How about Thursday?" And then all of a sudden, she went crazy. Make a long story short, she grabs a knife out of the kitchen and starts lecturing me. I'm just trying to get out of there. And on my way down her steps, she screams, quote, I am going to kill myself and look like and uh, make it look like you did it. She screamed oh, that. Wow. She screamed it. Yeah. Now, think about this. There's something in the trash can, <laughs> DNA in the trash can. From DNA. The, yeah. So what, what kind of DNA was in the trash can? <laughs> what DNA? <laughs> what does that mean? It was in latex. Let's just put it that way. So I'm thinking to myself, 
Wait a second. If she kills herself and makes it look like she did it, I'm going to be in jail and I'm innocent. I mean, it's crazy. So I called a buddy of mine. His brother was a police officer. And I'm like, dude, here's what happened. I'm freaking out because I'm thinking she's crazy enough to do it. And uh, long story short, he did me a favor, drove by, and made sure she was okay. And I was like, thank God. You know, but that's some scary. I'm just telling you. I'm not, I don't know the... Is that the one that you went back to for the second go around? No. Well, yeah. Well, for, well one... Yeah, no, oh, let me say don't go back. Happen. I only went back one time. Never again. I haven't done it since. I have never done it before. I'm never doing it again. If you're gone, you can just... In fact, if you look on my Facebook page, you wouldn't even know I ever dated anybody. They're all gone. Well, that's because you're the most eligible bachelor. You, no, 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 no. you are the most eligible See, that's bachelor not true. That, in Huntington. No, no, you, can't, no, no, no. You, can't, you can't just throw it out there and say, you wouldn't even think I dated anybody. It's because it's 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 done on purpose. That's slick, man. No, no, no. I take them off there because I want them out of my life. I don't want to think about it. They're gone. I have an empty heart. It's full of love and compassion for the next person for me to... Spend time with. Yeah, yeah that's are. that's very nice. And, and and like going back, you know, you tend to uh, fill your open heart with good-looking women. Yeah, just friends. And, and they're just, what, they're you're, just what you're saying, George? What you're saying? Oh well, you know, I'm just I'm not even an average-looking guy. I'd say on a scale of one to ten, I'm a five. But here, here's the thing. This is another piece of advice. If you're a five and you're a guy in Appalachia. You deserve a 10. Okay? It, it's that easy. You know, you got to have some confidence. And, you know, heck with it. I just, and you put them in the friend zone. You don't like them? Put them in the friend zone. Dude, I, I can't wait to get my 14. Or 14 what? what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if oh, you said. You're <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so we just double whatever Did you just call me a seven? You yeah, well, no, you just called yourself that. Nate's going to go with two fives and a four. He just likes foursome. Yeah, I don't care. Just, like, let's just see what we can get into. Uh, I, I, I remember the first time I met Nate. We were, uh, where were we? We were at Flying, were we? Great restaurant, yeah, by the yeah. way. We should talk up the Flying. Maybe we should go out there and do a show one time. Yeah. You guys should do that anyway. Yeah. I love going Flying. Yeah. George, you're, you're not, this isn't your last time, so you'll be you'll be uh, on here again. Well, I don't know. It might be. I'm, I'm afraid what I might say. There might be protests outside the house here someday <laughs> next week. Yeah. Well, I, I think well, you're okay. You're on your Facebook. I think you're good, man. You've covered your bases. You've gotten rid of Walton. Oh yeah, I just in case. Well, I don't know where this topic is going to go. You know, this this society we have now of a cancel culture. You just don't know what you're going to say. George is going to get canceled. All right, well, I never really. Oh, oh, good. So you're you're a bourbon man, George. I know you like uh, bourbon. Occasionally, I mean, occasionally I have a glass of Woodford's my favorite bourbon. Okay. Yeah. It's not even that expensive. I don't like the high dollar stuff. I don't find it to be that good. Thanks. Yesterday, yesterday was John's birthday, and oh. you know, I just want to give a big shout out to John. Happy birthday, brother! And uh, you know, we had some interesting experiences last night, and I actually drank some Woodford in the very beginning, in the early night, and it got me there. Oh, it, good. It, it, it got it got me there. I was pretty, I was pretty dialed. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be to, to be totally honest, and we wound up at the bottoms up. Have you ever been to the no, bottoms of the sounds is this a, it's a real is this a gay bar you guys went to? <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean it sounds like it. I mean, I don't know. That is a good name for a gay bar. <laughs> well, there's one in Chicago. This is funny. It was called the the manhole. And, oh, and literally, they had taken a, a seat, uh, a street cover, metal one, and it was it had lights on it. And it, the tagline was all deli- all deliveries taken in rear. Yeah. Oh boy. 
Yeah, that's a serious one. So you guys went to the what was it called again? The the bottoms up. The bottoms up. Where's not a gay, not a gay bar. Oh yeah, not. Let's clarify that. We don't want the owner getting mad at us. <laughs> yeah, not a gay bar. Not that it matters, but uh, anyway. yeah, it could. I mean, if it I was, don't judge. Yeah, I don't judge. Yeah. Dan, I'm not judging what you did last yeah, night. Yeah, well, we there was nothing gay <laughs> that I did last night. Circle of trust right here. I thought I thought we were in a circle of trust. Yeah, right well, and, and, yeah. I did. I did, in fact, switch shirts with a man. I heard that story at dinner. He he met us at dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nate definitely took his shirt off last night and switched it for a very uh, posh looking <laughs> sweater ish thing. Like that weird yeah, neck. <laughs> yeah, like a weird. He said you were right. You guys were wrestling or something? I, I don't remember the wrestling, but yeah, yeah I think that's so. That's where that Woodford came in. Yeah, that's why you don't remember. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And um, the Bottoms Up is a very interesting place to go to. Really? I would I would highly recommend anybody that lives in Wayne County, West Virginia, to check out the Bottoms Up. Where's that? It's out near the airport. Okay. It's, uh, it's real interesting. I mean, you walk in and these people in there, the people, the atmosphere, it's all... It's real dark. But there's a lot going on. Hey, let's go there tonight. Uh, or has Nate been banned already? <laughs> no, I'm good, I think. I don't know. I think yeah, I think we didn't it, make it very long because they threw us out real quickly because my uh, my designated driver for my birthday wasn't old enough to be there, so they carded him and we had to leave. Oh, that's no, that, well. I guess they're just doing their job. Yeah, yeah they were doing it. Oh, I wasn't mad about it. I mean, actually, it was kind of a relief. After looking around and seeing what was going on in there, I said, uh, "What was going on?" Oh yeah, we'll just finish this beer and we'll, we'll, we'll take. Yeah, it. we're totally cool with just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was going on? You're curious. It is a. There was a band, and it was a two man band, and they were jamming, I guess, and they, they weren't. They weren't really. <laughs> it was interesting. Put it that way. They weren't really jamming. They were. <laughs> Making noise, really. Really? So they, they, they were, well, maybe they, I don't know. Now, I will say that there was a lot of women I'm not in sure, there. I'm not sure there was any that George would have actually wanted to have a conversation with. There was a lot of women in there. I, like, mean, I and, get bored very quickly, so. Yeah, well, and when I say a lot of women, I mean, like, a lot of it was women. women yeah, than it was men. Yeah. Well, well, and, I, I'm surprised why you, why you guys leave. Well, the women were a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess you're saying they weren't 14. I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about one yeah, to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, di I didn't deserve any of them. I got you. I got you. Yeah, they were they were more like I'm a three, therefore I deserve a six. Oh, we're good. Thank God I'm a seven. Yes. We already uh, talked, a, about, it. We talked about it. I'm a best of five. So, you know, when people, when people, oh, you shouldn't rate people. Well, no, 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 no. no. We, we, you got to have self-confidence. Screw it. You know, if you're a five, you're five. If I'm a three, I'm a three. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's a confidence. Man. And guess what? If I were a three, I still deserve a damn ten. <laughs> and why not? That's, that's the spirit. The math yeah. continues. This is like common core math in here. Just <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do that. I don't know where it's going uh, with that. I have no idea. That one at all. So... Uh, when I when, when I was hanging out with you about a year ago, George, you were in an awesome relationship, and it's the only relationship I knew that. You oh God, let's don't go there. Yeah, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna say any names, but I mean, I had to hear about this. Oh, poor John. Months. I, I'm fortunate you're still my friend, you know, because you're probably like, what the heck is wrong with him? Yeah, that, 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 that. I did think you were kind of emotionally wrecked for a little while, but I think it was more of an anger thing than anything. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I was angry. I just met. I just. Uh, I, I was. I was. I don't know what was wrong with me. Every now and then you get a little bit weak and go, well, what, "What did I see that person?" Think about years ago when you dated somebody. You look back. You go, "What was I thinking? What was I thinking?" You've done it right. No. 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 I've never. Uh, done it. John. John's been married his whole life. Pretty much. 
I'm, I'm happy with that too. I don't. Yeah, good, you know, great watch. You know, you know, I watch. I watch George and Nate and other single people in my age group. And well, you're not in my age group, George. But I will say, <laughs> if you, you, he'll be in your age group, like we talked yeah, about. Soon, if you ask. Soon enough, yeah. A friend of mine told me you're supposed to date someone half your age plus ten years. Is I thought it was seven. I thought it was plus. Oh seven. no, it was seven. So. You taught me this, and now you're. Well, no, no, it was it was Dave. It was Dave that said that. Yeah, it was half your age, so plus plus seven. So if I'm fifty three, that's uh, twenty six and a half, right? Plus seven, that's thirty three, thirty four. Probably still too young. Uh, Forty, forty five, be more act, more appropriate, right? I, I mean, appropriate. Is whatever what works. Is. Yeah, I mean, appropriate is whatever. Yeah, forty, forty five. Yeah, I mean. Early twenties is probably not. No, that's yeah, that's with. too young. Well, I'm, not, I'm just too old. It's not that you're too old; it's that they're just not <laughs> where you want to be dealing with. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, I, I if something God love lover, if something happened to my wife, I am not talking to any woman under the age yeah, of thirty. You know what? You know, there's something happened to me when I was 27 years old. It made me realize I don't think I ever want to be married. And I tell you what happened one well, day. Yeah, we got yeah, This goes back to the, that darn Tahitian blue MGB again. I tell you what, this middle one has been a downfall. Well, let me tell you what happened. Thank God you don't have that anymore. No, in fact, I, even, I ended up in the hospital once with a cut hand because of that car. George, you took me to the hospital one night. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you, you, uh, that was when I you met him. That was the that night, was the I, night met I met you, Nate. Yeah. Well, yeah, but let, let me share something with you about about another piece of wisdom from the sensei here, the old man <laughs> at the table. Is it was the middle of winter, and for some reason I was driving that car. I drove up my driveway, which was real steep. If you've ever been to West Virginia, there's no flat land here. So I drive up the driveway, and it was snowing. So then it starts going backwards. It does a 180, and I drive over top of my mailbox. That's 27. I walked in my house. At first, I was ticked off because I just drove over my mailbox. And then I sat down, and I just started laughing hysterically. I thought, man, life is freaking amazing and you want to know why i thought that not a single word raised not anyone in this world said a word to me no one yelled at me and said what the heck is wrong with you you drove over the mailbox what are you doing driving a convertible in the middle of winter because i felt like it i mean think about that how many you know how many married men somebody's going to rip them 12 different directions how many married men do you know with a convertible well, they weren't allowed to buy one for God's sake. <laughs> I, I remember I bought a uh, it was a '73 Porsche 914, and uh, the girl I was dating at the time said, "How much did it cost?" Now think about that. Why is it any of her business how much it cost? Think about it. You know, because that was money I could have spent on her, and I spent it on me, and that's what she's really asking, right? Am yeah. I wrong? I could be no, wrong. No, I don't I, know. That's right. I, I would say I, that's I think, accurate. I think, and then of course she wanted to drive it, and I was okay with that. But I said, let me get. You had one of those dog leg transmissions in. It's had a lot of play in it. I said, you can drive. It's not a big deal. I don't mind. But let me get the transmission, the shifter fixed first. She, I put, she didn't try to kill you. No, but but she, when I finally did get it fixed, she got contrary and said, I don't want to drive it now. I was like, okay, you're you're just being contrary. We're done. Is that bad? No, that's not bad. Well, I mean, that's just, why would you do that? No it's contrary. like, I don't know. I'm pretty easy to get along with, ironically. Yeah, no, I, I, I find that. So when we hung out, when we hung out for the first time, uh, yeah, it was flying. It was a flying. I remember that. Talk about the flying. Oh, well, no, I remember the flying there. Uh, I was driving back. Oh, yeah, I got lost coming back. Well, somebody, I don't know who did it because I don't. You know, some people take these edible gummy things with THC in them. I don't do that. Okay, it's not my thing. But I found out later that somebody had given me THC and I didn't know it. I was told, and then I'm at that red light and I just didn't know where I was and I 
turned right and went under St. You freaked out. You're like, why are we at the hospital? I'm like, dude, I don't know where I am. I thought you needed to go. I don't know. You know, it's that is dangerous. People shouldn't put stuff in people's food or drink or whatever. Somebody did that, and it was not good. I was embarrassed at first because you said, George, what are you doing? And I said, well, we're – I came back here to – and I said, "Oh, I can't lie to you. I have no idea where we are." <laughs> I just, you know, but that was that was odd. I'd like to know who that was our that. that was our like meeting. Well, and then Nate's. I don't know, John. You didn't know about this, but with Nate's drive, I'm driving, and I was trying to concentrate, and the, the windshield wipers are going back and forth. And Nate, I could tell when I first met, he's a little bit of a control guy. <laughs> Because he said, uh, George, the ratio of rain to the speed of the windshield wiper blade is a little excessive. Should we turn that down? I'm thinking, I'm just trying to stay. That sounds, in the road. That sounds like a statement from somebody that might have had a gummy themselves. Well, I know. Well, somebody did. Somebody did lace. Somebody did something I didn't know about. Because I, I don't do that kind of thing, you know. So it just just happened. And uh, but that was funny. And then about a parallel park, perfectly. Yeah. And, no, uh, you actually parallel park, fine. And I then, remember specifically you parallel parked better than anyone i've ever seen in my life on the first try yeah well i that, just you had handles I... that night you were just like shroom, boom, in it was just i'm like wow yeah. imagine being 16 years old about to go take your driving test and watching somebody parallel park like that yeah it, it was very yeah, over okay. yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna parallel park like that when you're 16 no probably not probably not <laughs> That was funny. But that's yeah, all, we, that's we, how we, we met. We go out to the cabin sometimes. I've been talking about it, but I, we just haven't have it done. Yeah, we need to get out there and check that out. Yeah, well, it's Lincoln County. We already uh, talked about that. Banjos. Birkenstocks. Yeah, where, where short, short shorts. Beautiful short shorts. Land. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever did a call seat at all. Here's a, here's a good story from Lincoln County, actually. My wife's cousin was dating a, a boy from Lincoln County, and this kid had never been out of the hauler. I mean, never been out of the hauler. And he went down to Clearwater, Florida, where I'm from. And they went to the beach. Well, he get onto the they get onto the causeway, and he he he's telling me this story about them going out to the causeway and riding jet skis or doing something. He said, and he talked with a real hardcore West Virginia twang, and he said, John, I gotta tell you, man. He says, the men down there, they wear bikini bottoms. I was like, you mean a speedo? He goes, bikini bottom. <laughs> He's like, they think they're women. And I'm sitting here looking at him. He's never been out of the hauler. Never been out of the hauler. Never. Oh, it was it was great. It was uh, great. But now, George, you have been a traveling salesman as well for many years. And you left the Appalachia area and you did very well for yourself. And I know you told me Chicago. You spent a lot of time out in Vegas. I've, I've spent a, over a year of my life in Vegas. Lived in Chicago nine years. Lived in Alexandria, Virginia a couple years. In tra- I've been to every, pretty much every major city in the U.S. and Canada. I've only been to, uh, I went to uh, United Kingdom once. So I haven't really done anything in Europe or over that way. But uh, Crossed the pond. Yeah, you. I haven't crossed the pond or gone to Australia. Dated an Australian girl for several years in Chicago. And we want to go there. That's a real Jerry Springer story. Oh, there. No, no, we're, we're oh, dude. I went. No, 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 no. This is great. Yeah, no, 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 no. Is this no, no, one no. that you flew down to Miami to find her? Uh, no, I didn't fly down to find her. This is such a bad. Oh, we need to hear it. Oh, it's great. This is embarrassing. You know, this is how uh, this is how trusting I am. I dated somebody, Nate, for five years that was married, and I didn't even know it. Didn't Whoa. have a clue because they were estranged to a large degree, right? So. You know, I'm living in Chicago. She's in Chicago, and she had a house down in Florida. 
And I, I'd never been there. You know, I didn't really care to go there. I was out of the way. She was a flight attendant. And it's my understanding, I never met her parents, but they had bauxite mines or something like that in Australia. Malta, very wealthy, wealthy girl. Long story short, I'm doing business in West Palm Beach at our certifactory. factory. And I knew her house was in Vero Beach and she'd missed all of my birthdays. The whole time we dated for five years, I never saw her on my birthday. And I only saw her on two or three of the Christmases. And then I later found out why. So I conducted business at our West Palm Beach factory and then I drove an hour north to Vero Beach and it was my birthday and that's the reason why I did it and there was a party going on but it wasn't for me I thought this is peculiar and I look across and kind of snooped around the backyard snooping around I'm like what is that and she was having a party for her husband whose birthday was the exact same day as mine <laughs> now what are the first of all you know that feeling that sickening feeling you get when something like that happens in your life if you're really into somebody and you're like how does this happen and I didn't. I about lost it. Did you I, go in? Did you no, go in? no. Here's what I did. I drove back to Singer <laughs> Island, which is down in West Palm, and I always stayed at the Sheraton down there. So I go in, and back then, this was, I don't know, 2005 maybe? You know, back then, if you're going to go online and research somebody, you had to pay a lot of money. But I decided to do it. You know, I, paid, I don't know, swipe the credit card, spent 100 125 bucks, whatever it was, did a background check on her, and lo and behold, she's married. No, I didn't even know. Well, I found out to whom, and her birthday, the birthday was the same as mine, all that nonsense. So, long story short, I get back to Chicago before she did. I got all of her stuff out of my condo, put in a storage area, and she shows up for lunch that day. And, uh, you know, I said, oh, by the way, after lunch, I said, I know, I told the whole story, and I said, see ya. Never talked to her again. That was that. But gone. That was, that Just happened. gone. So, I, I kind of think, like, if, if I'm ever with somebody and they're like, oh, you're jealous, and I've never had that happen, but I know they're full of shit because, obviously, I, I never even noticed that kind of stuff. It's like, my philosophy is the people are going to do what they're going to do. Let them do whatever it is they're going to do, and they're going to decide one thing when they do it. If they cross that line, they're going to decide they really like it or they're going to leave either way you win. But guess what? If you just, way you win. But, but, but the thing is, the thing is, if, if, if the bad ones are the ones that just keep doing it. I mean, perhaps people make mistakes, but that was a, obviously not a good one. You're married. Uh, yeah, that's not that's it. not cool. Yeah, that was not cool, and uh, anyway, that was uh, that had nothing to do, by the way, with uh, Tahitian Bloom GB. I was driving a Beamer. There, <laughs> Thank so. God. Thank God. <laughs> that damn car is gone. Gone. <laughs> it sounds like. Oh yeah, that was a train wreck of a car. <laughs> oh, I can tell you about the time I, I stuck a knife in my hand trying to change the oil in it. That was an adventure. This yeah. car is cursed, man. Well, I was trying to change the oil, and I didn't I have. I hope a, you fray it night. No, here's the thing: whoever bought it, <laughs> I didn't have a funnel, so I took. And this goes back to the bottle. Water, and I was sawing off the end of it, and I literally stuck a hand a knife right there. You can see the, where they put the stitches in, and it, every time my I heart, see that, I every can time, see it. right, right here, every time the heart, my heart would pump, it would go just squirt a little bit. So I drove down and had to get that stitched up. Yeah, the nurses thought it was interesting. They went, had to go, oh, move it again. They're like watching blood squirt on the floor. I'm like, glad you enjoyed it. They love that stuff. They, they, they brought another nurse. Show them that. I'm like, it's going to You didn't get any. You got, no, you got no phone numbers? Uh, well, I, I, I did. When I was in the mattress business, I did date a few um, people I met. Through, through injury? <laughs> no, well, a couple of my customers back then. That's pro. Well, it's not like it's a professional job, right? It's not like I'm a psychologist, right? You sell the mattress. Well, that's a good. That's a good way. Like, hey, we can go test this. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's a mattress. So, hey, let's go. Let's go test this thing out. And, I mean, maybe they know that you know <laughs> what 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 to expect yeah. with a mattress. I don't know. But I'm glad to be back here in West Virginia, though. I think, John. I think it's maybe where you're getting. This is a great place to live. Uh, people are fantastic. 
I mean, we were talking, joking around with people from Lincoln County, but let me tell you some of the best people in the world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's fantastic. It, I miss growing up as a kid going out to Logan County and hanging out with all my cousins, and you had like, there's my grandmother's in this house, the next house is a cousin, the next house is a cousin, the next house is an uncle, the next house is another cousin. And you just jump from house to house at Christmas time, eating everybody's food, and they don't even expect you to knock on the door, they expect you to walk right in. Those days are done, unfortunately, at least in my life. And a lot of people never experienced that, but it's some pretty cool stuff living here and growing up around here. Well, I can say I never experienced that growing up. We, we always did big family Christmas and big family uh, Thanksgiving with the Scottish family that my, my family oh, was friends cool. with. And it was fun. We had a great time. But I, I know tons of my friends back home and tons of people up here, even up here, that don't ever have that experience. But I, I've had that experience being in the family that I'm in. Now, every year we go down to Logan, we go down, actually the city of Logan, or town of Logan, whatever you want to call it, kind of looks like Newark, a smaller version, but we go down there every Christmas Eve, and for a big Christmas Eve party, Thanksgiving, we would normally go when we were there, now that wow. we're moving far away, and it's, it's super cool, I mean, yeah. the whole family gets together, everybody has fun, man, they will run their mouths about politics, <laughs> and... Just have fun, and it's it's something that you don't see very often. Talking about Thanksgiving is I went to John's house for Thanksgiving when I was in the Marine Corps, oh. and there was a lot there was a lot going on. Let's just put it that way. We're not going to really talk about what was going on, but like I was I was basically blacked out. I came to at a Thanksgiving dinner table, and there's John's mother, father, family, everyone. And then there's Nate with a, I was wearing a wife beater, but John wasn't currently sitting at the table and I didn't know where I was. So I didn't know. So, so, so I have a court, you know, a 32 ounce Miller high life in a brown paper bag sitting at a dinner table. And I'm like, where am I? I didn't know what state I was in. I didn't know what town I was in. I didn't know anybody. And John is taking a piss or something. <laughs> and so I'm looking around. I'm looking down at my plate of food, and I'm like, man, I got a lot of food, and I haven't touched it. And I'm looking around trying to figure out where the hell I am. And then John walks out of the like into the room like in the exact same outfit, wearing a wife beater. And I look at him like, yeah, there is another court of Miller High Life at the table. Somebody here is on the same page as me, and it turns out it's John. And he and I'm like, okay. And we just kind of like cheers our brown paper bag <laughs> High Life's, and I didn't eat. He I did not eat. Why did he eat? Why did he eat? I was um, full. Yeah, I was full. <laughs> uh, oh, that that same weekend was the weekend that you came in, Nate, and. When we showed up at my mom's house at three in the morning, <laughs> now it's something about Nate that a lot of people don't know is that when he is hammered and waiting, you have to wake him up. It, it can sometimes become violent, or it used to back in the day. So I, w I walk up to the door and I knock on the door. And my mom comes to the door and she's asleep. Obviously, I woke her up, but she's thrilled to see me. She gives me a big hug and kiss, and then she's like, "She's like, where's Nate at?" Said, Everybody loves Nate. I said, "Well, Nate's in the car." And she goes, "Well, why isn't he up here saying hello to me?" I'm like, he "Passed out." <laughs> And she says, "Yeah, well, passed out for real." And she goes, "Well, I'm gonna go wake him up." I'm like, "Yeah, probably don't do that, mom. Just let, let him be. Like, like, don't kick a sleeping dog. Like, let him let him be." And she says, "No, I'm gonna wake him up." And you're talking about a little five foot two and a half. I got through that half in there. She's mad. Five foot two and a half Italian woman walks out to the car, opens the door. Nate was was passed out in the front seat, and I mean, just open palm slaps him in the face. 
like four times. Oh, until he no. wake, and she's just wham, wham, wham. He wakes up, and I mean, he's ready to go. It's go time. What do you think was going on? He, he wakes up, and it's go time. Like, he's ready to throw. I mean, he's ready to bang with somebody. And he, see, he looks over, and it's my mom, and he goes, Chris! <laughs> and it just turned into a big hug fest in the, in, the, in, the, in the road. And I was like, well, I'll just chop over over here, whatever. Now, you guys became buddies when you were in the military together, right? We did, yeah. Yeah, what, what was the biggest bonding experience? Like, you're like, when you're like, at first, it's just another guy. The, big, the biggest bonding experience was fist fighting. Yeah, we tried. Uh, that's, I think you told, before I met you, Nate, you told me the story about you guys were fighting or whatever as part of, you, it was, yeah, yeah. were you guys mad or as part of what you're supposed no, to be doing? No, we weren't mad at all. They, they trained. So they put up. you guys in, you beat the, beat the snot out of each other, and then, we're, tell we're, the story. Yeah, what, what happened? Well, I mean, when you get to the infantry and you get to the fleet, they have to find out who is tough in the, out of the new guys, and so they fight the new guys, and they find out in your platoon. So in an in infantry company, you have four platoons. you got first, second, third platoon, which we call line platoon, and they're all 0311s. And then you have weapons platoon, which has your machine gunners, mortarmen, and assault men in it. Right. And so out of my – I was weapons platoon. I was a machine gunner. Out of my platoon, they, they decided that I was going to be the one to fight the, the toughest kid from the third platoon. <laughs> you were so, the third platoon. He was okay. third, and Nate was third platoon. So uh, this this PFC, which I'm not going to say his name, who should have been a sergeant. I mean, the guy was – I mean, he knew just about anything you needed to know for the military. He was excellent. He was, but he popped on a P test for marijuana. And he was. They, they waited like 19 months before they discharged him. So he pops on a P test – and then they wait 19 months to get rid of him. So he trained me for many, many months. Dude, he was he was legitimately – he, he was squared away. He was a war fighter. I mean, no doubt. Like, he was he was legitimately good as hell. Like, he was awesome. He really was. Wow. And, and he looks at me, he goes – And he got screwed. He got screwed. I mean, he made bad choices. I mean, whatever. He made those choices, but he was – he was badass. He was badass, man. And he yeah. looks at me and he goes, well, we, we got you set up to go up here on the second deck and <laughs> you're going to fight this kid on second deck. I'm like, well, let's do it. Whatever. <laughs> that so kid what do you was think, me. That what kid do you was think? Me. You're like, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. Well, I just, I got a baby face. I got a knock, I got a knock on the door and John and I, we, had, we, I think we talked about it in an earlier podcast, but the, you know, we, we had already spoke about like, we, we had met in boot camp and the blood drive and stuff. We talked about that earlier in a previous episode but knock on my door and it's my uh squad leader that's like hey bro you got a bang right now and i'm like all right and he's like all right well we're gonna bring him in here and we're gonna do it right here in your room i'm like okay we're gonna fight that's fine cool so because i'd already fought everybody else you know (laughs) you'd beat everybody up up in your platoon yeah so (laughs) so like we were just kind of like okay i'm in whatever and in walks john well, now, and it's like we weren't really, we, we we didn't really have that much of a relationship prior to that. But we, I knew who I knew who walked in, right? And I was just like, man, I I, uh, all right, here we go, and we went. I can promise you, we went. <laughs> we went really hard, they really actually, furious. They actually broke us up. They're like, okay, this is this is. And you guys said, no, I'm not done yet. Yeah, it's like it, it yeah. I'm not before. done yet. It yeah. Well, before. you no one's declared a winner, so. Uh, you can't I, have that. Yeah, so somebody's got to win. And we continued. And, uh, 
I mean, they were actually worried for everyone's safety at one point. And, uh, Why did he smash my face off a wall? Off? So is that, is that the worst you guys of all the fights you guys have been into, either through training or just whatever? That was that one of well, the Nate's toughest? a lot to deal with. I mean, I would say, I would say, <laughs> Nate's a lot. I'd say, I'd say throwing around, throwing, throwing down with Nate was probably one of the the worst I've had to really? deal with one on one, and I, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I don't plan on doing it. What again. are you guys sore the next day? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, the the thing was, there was a stretch of my there was a stretch of my life where I just thought you that's all you that's how you handled conflict. Just fight it out. Yeah, just fight. Like and just it's fight. not personal. It's done. It's done. I know. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I never yeah. held grudges. Never really cared. It was just if there was an issue in my life, I chose violence. To try to squash or squelch, if you will, that 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 issue, and I—that's all I did. And I got to a point where I was out of control, and like I was—I mean, I was fighting three, four times a week, you know. And John was John was privied and present for a lot of those, and we've we had to fight together we've we've we, we, we never fought each other again but we we spent a lot I, I excuse me spent a lot of time fighting and I, I i don't really i don't really condone that that's not yeah. that's not the way to go well, not, i look back on it i think you know had i not met nate that way and had we not done that great i wouldn't have the great stories i have now i probably would have gained rank quicker <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had all kinds of rank, and I lost it, and I got it back, and I lost it, and I got it back. But I remember we were standing, uh, we were standing tall for our first target one, one. Did his balls fell out? His balls did fall. Out. His balls yes, he fell did. out. He threw his leg up on the table, and his balls are hanging out. He's screaming at me, and I'm trying to keep his straight. His balls, dude. His his balls were old and long. And they yeah, and they I, hung out. I, I didn't think I'd be talking about balls on my dining room table tonight. I'm just saying, you know. Wow! Yeah, it's not, That's they, they were not they were not Tahitian blue balls. <laughs> no, they weren't Tahitian blue for sure. Yeah, that, I hate that color. Yeah, I, I, I imagine you do. I, yeah. I hate I hate balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't need balls in my life. Yeah, you know I I was I I thought about going to the military when I was younger, but the thing that got me was I didn't mind the concept going to war, getting sh- even giving my life up. The what the problem I had. Was boot camp the whole idea of boot camp? I, and my dad, he was in the Air Force. He said, "No, it's fine. You'll you'll get through whatever he does." Like I just did. There's something about being yelled at by your own people. I didn't get. Well, I can tell you, in boot camp, you do get yelled at a lot. Obviously, I mean, you're you're constantly yelling. Every response that you have to have is a yell, and every everything that's given to you is a yell. Except for the barber. The barber doesn't care about you. <laughs> the barber actually wants you out of that chair as fast as you can possibly <laughs> right. get out of that chair. So you will come out bleeding. Like they don't, they don't lube the, yeah. the things. It's like, wah, wah. it's like, oh gosh, oh gosh, and then you're, you got to keep a straight face because your drill instructor standing right there, and you're just like, oh my gosh, just so much pain. They just ripped half the hair out of my head, and you're bleeding coming out of there. But that's really the only time that you don't, don't. Uh, you're not screaming and not getting screamed at. The barber, the barbers are even, they're not nice. Like they're <laughs> not nice. They normally will be like, move your head. Do this, do this. It's not like, hey, just go ahead and sit still. No, they just grab it real hard and like move it around. <laughs> I mean, but like George, if he was if he was listening ever to our podcast, I don't think so. I did watch the last episode and I learned things about Alejandro, and I've known him for I don't know what six, seven years now, 
about when he was in Cuba. And Cuba. Yes. And his grandmother, I didn't know that the government there considered the children property. their property. It's and, crazy, right? Yeah, and they sent them off to, but then when you think about it, I mean, here in the U.S., I, it's, I don't know, it's kind of, the government kind of acts that way now, too. I mean, you don't send your kids to school. You got to get permission to pretty much educate your own kids, don't you? If you do homeschooling, you have to go hoops and things like that. Yeah, so crazy. Is it really that much different? Well, I mean, John, you know homeschooling. Yeah, we homeschool. We homeschool our kids. It's just, I mean, we, we have different reasons for it. I really believe that children have the ability to become who they're supposed to be when they don't have an outside influence or they don't have to be around other children and a school system or however you want to put it to where they are being conformed to society. I, I agree with the fact that it seems like structure is too structured. And I understand that. But the thing that I think that was benef- most beneficial for me being in a public school system was the communication skills that I learned or the, the interaction that I, I learned with people. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, there was... It was very yeah authoritative and and things like that yeah I I mean it 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 was like that and it didn't you know but I I when I in school I enjoyed being able to go see everybody and right, and, right. and do that stuff yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not anti homeschooling I'm not I'm not none of those things at all but. You know, and John's boys are phenomenal. They're great. Yeah. They're you, and you know you've met them. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and and the, and it's it goes back on the the teacher or the the one that you know John Tania, but I just I saw something. It, it, it prepared me for life, I guess. Kind of seeing like the teacher as the boss and seeing you know. Well, there's some what, great components of it. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but yeah. But homeschooling, I think, I think you can be more. You can really teach a job skill, teach yeah. you know things. I mean that that more hands on thing. It, well, so yeah, it, well, I think it has its presence. I think you know homeschooling. You're you're more you're taught to be an individual, and in, in, in the public school system, I'm wondering sometimes and you can get me off in some conspiracy theory. I won't go into all. Actually, it's not even theory. A lot of this is fact. I won't yeah. get into it right now, but. It's the conformity of the masses, the fall within a certain structure so the government can control them, and they have an expected uh, performance of behavior from an aggregate group of people. And that's how the, the people pull the strings. And, and that's why they like it that way. And if you go back and do some research like early 1900s and some education philosophy, you'll find that public education is largely about keeping everybody on the same page so you can control them better. Because let's face it, there's probably – a dozen or a couple dozen families in this world that own this world. If you really oh, want to yeah. get into all that nonsense, and I'm not going to go there today for this podcast, but we'll, we'll go. Yeah. We'll, we will go another time. But though. it's it's crazy. And you know, people talk about conspiracy theory. Let me tell you. Let me just share this with you. It's not a theory. Ninety nine percent of stuff that I could share with you is fact. But you're Don't you're slide, George. Yeah, you can ostracized if you say anything. About yeah, and everybody well, we, just we jumps on it. No, we won't get into that. Yeah, well, I, I'm not going to say it is or isn't, but because I let's say someone could prove that it is, I'd still be leery to even say it publicly because you're taught that anybody says that's crazy whether they are or not. Okay, but uh, there's there's okay. So we've already established that George is going to be back on. And I think next week we're going to have. Uh, well, we have the conspiracy. Theory. We have a, oh, we, yeah. AJ, AJ Jones. AJ. Oh wow. Yeah, AJ. That'll be exciting. So, so actually, I, I'm thinking maybe what we need to do is we need to get AJ on, 
have you listened our podcast and then maybe have George back on where he where he decides he wants to talk about what AJ talks about and it, or or actually and, and, and I want everybody to know that you can go to our social media sites and look up everything that we're doing tonight like we take we've got pictures obviously Grunts and Appalachia Instagram uh, and Facebook yeah and I got to say this like one of one of John and I's things now is when we meet someone we say hi what's up and they say hi what's up and then we ask them do you have an Instagram do you have a Facebook and they say yeah and we're like well that's cool man uh you should you should follow us and like and it's kind of like that whole driving force that we're trying to do but at at the same like it's it's they're so receptive to that because it gives them something else you know what i mean it gives them something else and then and it, it gives us exposure it gives everything good but it's it's been it's been a it's kind of been a cool journey yeah it's been a cool journey trying to get followers trying to get people to listen to us trying to do those things and you know the if nothing else it doesn't matter if they don't follow us or they don't want to i mean i've literally taken phones out of people's hands and been like here i'll just type it in for you and i just right. and i just click i click follow you know i click follow and you know john does the same thing and it's like and it's we're not forcing anything on people but the thing that is cool well, about kind of <laughs> but the cool thing about it is we're meeting people in Appalachia and we're communicating with them and we're having a conversation with them that we would not have had Without in any this. any other way. Yeah. And yeah. it's been it's been and the people that we've met have been phenomenal. Yeah. They've been great. Mm -hmm. And George, you you are one of my favorite people that I hang out with in in, in Appalachia. So that's why I wanted to have you on here. I appreciate and, that. And I, and I, I love George. Yeah, we, we, love we you love guys, George. man. And we want to say. Thank you for coming out, or thank you for coming Absolutely. on tonight, and and telling us about how to be a, a phenomenal bachelor. Uh, also, <laughs> also, I learned tonight that you never leave DNA in the trash can. Never leave DNA in the trash can, and never drive a Tahitian blue. Yeah, yeah. We 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 learned we learned that, George. I also thank you so much. I appreciate you. You opened your home up to us. We came in here. Had a great time. Uh, talked about some pretty funny stuff. George is going to be. Uh, I. I mean, you, you know, you you talked about Alejandro. Alejandro is going to be a reoccurring guest. We kind of prefaced um, AJ Jones next next week, uh, and, it, and if it's not next week, it'll be in the next one or two weeks. Oh, that'll be a good show. AJ's great. Yeah. I, I love talking to him. Yeah, and he's he's uh, and, into all that. So you know, and just I'm glad that you're on here. That was just it's really cool that you. Brought us into your house, like let us come in here and and oh, awesome. rap a little bit. I appreciate you guys. I do. Thanks a lot, man. All right, man. Grunts and Appalachia out.